Hi, I'm Lucy. And I'm Stephine. And we are Athena Talks, the podcast that looks at women in tech and the lack of. From big news events to the small things that irritate us, listen in as we put the world to right. Cue music. Hi, Stephine. Hi, Lucy. Welcome to week 12. Wow, we're in the Baker's. No, no, it's not Baker's Dozen. Baker's Dozen's 13, isn't it? It's just a dozen. We're in 12. It's just a dozen. <laughs> it's just a dozen. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How's your week been? And more importantly, how did your James, uh, James Jam go? If I can speak words, <laughs> so I know what's happened. It was really good. So we submitted on Monday, I think. Yeah. Um, and they had to wait for different people to play the games and things like that. And yeah. I came second. Yay! Yay! I'm really proud. I genuinely didn't think that I'd be anywhere near the top, like, five. <laughs> I'm very proud of you. I knew you could do it all along. Thanks. It was really cool um, and I've had some really positive feedback about it. I was really a bit annoyed I couldn't like record a video because some of the things that they said afterwards I was like if I'd have recorded a video you'd been able to see different things about it. Yeah like the secret things that maybe they wouldn't have found by themselves. You win some you lose some but in more important news Lucy what have you done this week? I've submitted my final assignment. For this year, so it's my summer now, technically. Yeah. I have to start again in September, but it's done. Yeah. Done. Well done. Congratulations. So, yeah. Results pending. I might when ah, I well. get my results, I might be crying. But <laughs> results I mean, I pending. can't. I can't see that suddenly you've like failed something <laughs> when you've smashed it the the rest of the year. Well, who knows? <laughs> who knows? What are you I'm going just... to do to uh, celebrate your recent completion? I am going to do nothing. I'm going to sit on my little bottom and, and do enjoy it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to get some books read. I'm going to get a load you of won't. stuff done around the house. That I, I will take bets now from anyone that wants to see the fact that Lucy will do nothing extra with her spare time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just want to, like, just, it's been so long since I've just read a book, just for the pure joy of reading a book, because I haven't had time. That's fair. to do it so I'm just gonna pick up a book probably read it in an hour <laughs> and then read it what type of books do you like I have honestly normally like science fiction books but okay. I haven't picked one up for a very long time so we'll see might just be like completely change direction or just mm-hmm. in case any of our listeners have some recommendations yeah I am fully open to any type of book I do read absolute wide range of books so just let me know I'm reading some crime thrillers at the moment. They're awesome. So highly recommend them. I have Kindle Unlimited as well. So Ooh. it's, yeah, it's that brilliant. Like <laughs> complete waste of time because I haven't been able to use any of these books. But I'll have, have to it. make use of it now. Yeah, exactly. I'll make use of it. So anyway, moving yeah. on this week. Um, I know it's my tech week normally, but I kind of was sat thinking while I was looking at what I was had on our little list of things to do. And I was thinking, well, I know our target audience is younger 
females. Um, I don't think our statistics show <laughs> that, but they are. Uh, and I was thinking, right, okay, well, if I was 16, starting out on my career, what would I want to know? What would and you want to know? I think carrying on from the imposter syndrome chat that we have, mm -hmm. um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the theme of where do I fit? Okay. In what so, way? Tell me more. Basically, throughout all the stages of your life, there are going to be different so branches. Many. Yeah. There's <laughs> going to be different branches where you go, what do I do? And like, where is my place in this world? Mm -hmm. Like, where do I belong? Where do I fit in? Like, how, what am I bringing to that team? That sort of conversation. Um, so there's loads of different angles to look at this from. So we're going to have like a, a chat about it. It's like an important conversation to have. Yeah. So for you, if I said, where do you fit in? What about you a medium? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, for me personally, I think there's like this been this realization of everyone has different shaped holes that they fit in. So some people are like square pegs and they fit in the square peg hole. <laughs> Mind out the gutter. Some people are circles, some people fit in circular holes, some people are tri triangles, they fit in triangle holes. Like, I am a blob. Do you fit in a blob shaped hole? I will merge to whatever hole I need to be in. <laughs> <laughs> Fully transformative. <laughs> I wish Basically. this was a <laughs> recorded podcast because oh. that was the best thing I've seen you do in a very long time. <laughs> I'll make a gif. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You look like one of those like wacky people. Like, yeah, um, inflatable, wacky, waving, inflatable. Oh, um, I keep um, hitting my headphones. <laughs> my, yeah, yeah, rookie. yeah, yeah. One of them. Uh, I don't feel like I fit in the holes. So all of the different groups and categories of my life. So, mum, friend, mm -hmm. where I am at work, stuff like that. I feel like I never quite fit in. Like I don't really fit in with a lot of the mums. Don't always yeah, fit in at work. Like, making your own holes like I'm you're making straight. your own, I'm a own drill. place <laughs> you're making your own place in the world are you not yeah I think that we I think we're all basic versions of something and we're yeah. partially molded by our environments so you know like yeah. the whole different faces for different people side of things yeah um I think that comes into play a lot um and I don't really like the idea of trying to fit into a specific hole because I feel like that means that there's only way, one way to be. Um, yeah. Especially when you that. come into like gender equality and what we're trying to do with Athena and stuff. There's a lot of thought, like we've talked about stereotypical like IT people and stuff like that. And that's something that is hard to educate people that that's not the case, that that yeah, isn't the I, whole. Um, so and I think you make that, of it what you want. Yeah. So I think with that, with like the analogy that I was making was that everyone does have a place is what I'm saying. It's like everyone makes their own place and it, it, with jobs and careers and things, it is what you make of it. That like, that is your place because you will make it into something that fits around your life. And um, like, I think the most daunting thing is in like, when you're 16 or what did 14 they came to us and were like okay what subjects are you taking yeah 
and that's like massively daunting to a 14 year old because this is like okay what am I doing for the rest of my life yeah um and it was like I remember someone sat at the back of the classroom going how am I supposed to decide what I want to do for the rest of my life you know really I mean it's very rare that someone of that age knows what they want to do they'll have an idea like oh I want to be a doctor because I want to earn lots of money or something like that or it's always really random things isn't it? like I want to be an artist I want to be yeah, a photographer be a dancer <laughs> yeah and realistically yeah. when you start moving a little bit on with life it's really actually quite hard to reach those ideals doesn't mean that you shouldn't go for them but you also should yeah. narrow your route if that makes no sense. no I think like there's a idea that okay this is what I'm doing for the rest of my life and there's no way that I can do a U-turn like yeah. there's no way that I can do like a complete 180 and go okay no I don't want to do that anymore you um, don't have that option when you're going through your grades though are you that's the problem you're no. stuck you're literally like what I don't understand is I people can correct me if I'm wrong in this but you can do a degree in anything yeah I did English and then when you come to take your master's you can pick that in absolutely anything in the whole wide world like it doesn't actually have to be related to anything really? in your degree yeah so um for example there's someone that I heard recently did all of their degree in um oh goodness gracious oh Latin that was it they did their entire degree in Latin and then decided to do a master's in computer science I might be wrong but I know it can be it can be different whereas you like you pick your grades for your GCSEs and then when you come back to your A levels you're limited because it can only be something that you've done and I think it can only be something you've done well in um, yeah and you don't have that option to sort of they don't really give you any information well they didn't no I think since I, was a I mean you could do what I did and just like drop out and just go like yeah screw this don't do that guys <laughs> that's not the option I mean you could, if that's your route you you want to do that you do that yeah don't panic about it though and just be like now <laughs> me. I mean I didn't panic about it it took me a full year <laughs> to realize that I didn't want to I do tried that. it out <laughs> <laughs> I tried it I hate it. I tried it. Didn't want I, to be there. <laughs> I remember taking a my mum worked at another school in the area that I lived in. Quick side story, guys. Sorry, time. Um, and it was a really, really good school that I had got into but didn't want to go to because none of my friends were going to it. Uh it was a much better school. <laughs> um <laughs> right. and it was like one of the schools where basically no one from the town went there. It took all the people from outside of the town. Um and after I'd picked my grades, like of my grades, sorry, after I'd picked my lessons for my A-levels, my mum took me there to speak to their guidance person to do like um like a careers aptitude test. So basically, depending on the questions, what would be my ideal career? Yeah. And it was a proper like one-to-one hour conversation with this guy, um, really lovely man. And uh, at the end of it, he was like, yeah, I think that your your ideal job would be like a mental health care nurse. Um, because of some of the, yeah. the thank you that's because I'm half mental um, <laughs> and she said because of this because of that because of these sort of um, skill set interests yeah. personality types and I was like oh that's brilliant like if I wanted to do that what lessons would I need and I'm like well you'd need like sciences things I was like awesome I'm taking art English and IT <laughs> you've just like unlocked a memory for me like do you know like those aptitude tests like that you're talking about mm-hmm so we had one that was like auto generated that we had to do it online. I did that one too as Online, well. that was not yeah. good. I got a prison officer officer for that one. 
so <laughs> like small though me yeah my five foot two I was like think eight and a half stone at the time like five foot two yeah be a prisoner oh yeah great <laughs> I'm dead intimidating me the online one was the thing is with the online <laughs> things is that you can trick them into whatever you want you can yeah, quite what was easily into? <laughs> that's exactly what you wanted but you yeah. can if you wanted to you can answer the questions in a way that you know it's steering you towards a sort of area yeah um but this guy it was really good it was like a proper like he assessed different things and traits and just generally talking to me what sort of person I came across with yeah life experiences and I was like that's really good that's really interesting if I could have only had this information two years ago thank you <laughs> thank you sir <laughs> um, yeah but then the timing was off yeah the timing was off like but, I think there's like when you're thinking like so you're getting up to 16 like you're deciding if you want to do a levels or your apprenticeship and stuff I think those aptitude things maybe would guide you a little bit if you were like so inclined to absolutely no clue what you wanted to do yeah like maybe it'd be like oh, okay maybe I am a little bit better at maybe being a nurse or like whatever so maybe it'd give you an idea about it but they are a bit crap so if we look at that at the next stage then which yeah. is we're obviously you guys know we're what we're trying to do with Athena and our target audience of being girls the age of 16 to 18 ideally trying to get them just mm-hmm. before they make those big 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 decisions about university yeah. and whatnot what how do you think or what do you think people should take into consideration when making like those sorts of massive decisions like do I travel to somewhere I've never been before to go to university do I stay local how like how do you even sort of start to narrow it down I mean I can't really say about anything about going to university but like for me it would be I know so I know people have been away like they went away to university and they think that it was the best decision of their life because it got them out of like the friendship groups that they were in and like and then that then was motivating them to make different decisions because their friends were doing it so it wasn't like but then I also know loads of people who went to the same university like Leeds University was like the one to go to (laughs) so everybody's doing it (laughs) yeah so like half of our school seemed to go to Leeds or like Sheffield I think was the other one uh, yeah a lot of my so, school went to Sheffield yeah. actually <laughs> I don't know who wants to go to Sheffield but there you go a few <laughs> people came Sheffield. to Lincoln um but yeah. I didn't I didn't hang out with any I just probably says more about me I didn't really hang out with a lot of the people from my school that went to like there's maybe one of them in the first year but then I had my own like new group of friends that I I yeah strangely I mean, enough bonded with really quick I mean, maybe I'm biased against this because my best friend did end up going to Nottingham University. So it was like, <laughs> she's very close to me and I, we are still best friends. So it was like, selfishly, <laughs> like it meant that she was close to her family and everything, which was also close enough that I could go and visit her very often. Like, so we were never like apart for probably more than a week. <laughs> so it was like, so she had loads of benefits to that because she's not the sort of person that would want to go away for a very long period of time. Like yeah. she is very much a family person, like family orientated. So yeah. being around her family was important to her. Yeah, I didn't want to um, go too far. So that was a consideration yeah. for me as well. Uh, Lincoln is only an hour and a half drive from Corby. Yeah, I think it does definitely depend on the person. Like, yeah. so during my 
like days of being an apprentice and stuff I was obviously living at home um and then I moved in basically with my boyfriend's parents at the time and now we own a house together like but it allowed us to save a lot of money so if there is a consideration of you want to save money then you could live at home like obviously you won't get as much of a social life because you don't live in the halls and stuff but you could that is a consideration and I do know people have done it yeah I know I know people that did that uh, and even came like swapped so they they swapped you need to get closer to home um, yeah and then just commuted yeah and I think it's like so that's an important consideration on that side I think with like the courses and things that you're going to choose um, I think it's very important to realize what you like doing and study that because you are being going to be more invested in it so yes. like I was studying I study IT computing and business because I love the business side of things like I get to learn about coaching and finance marketing like everything so it makes me a more well-rounded person because now I can reflect on myself and make decisions about well yeah do you know what? Screw imposter syndrome. I'm brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so <laughs> 12 weeks, ladies and gentlemen, 12 <laughs> weeks. <laughs> so it's like, it does make me a more well-rounded person. Like I don't need the business side of it. Like what's it going to do? But to me, it's been, you've learned a lot kind of changing. That. Yeah. I've done so much more than I've done if I just studied IT and computing. I think but, that's the bit that's actually helped you grow a lot yeah. more as a person, oddly oh, enough. yeah, definitely. And it's like a weird kind of thing because IT and computing is what I'm interested in the most. But it was because I was kind of doing business at the time, but I was enjoying it. So it was like, okay, well, I'm going to study it as well. Like, didn't really I didn't know where you were going to go with it, did you? Yeah, I didn't know what it was going to lead to. But actually, I've learned so much from that. Like, obviously, I've learned loads from the computing side, but from the business side of it I've done a lot with it so I think you it is important to study something that you enjoy yeah and my advice on that front is if anyone's looking at things now um because it's that sort of time year really I think um read the individual modules uh as detailed as they offer whatever whatever detail level they offer um, really read that side of things because from someone that took English the individual modules weren't actually what I expected and I didn't take yeah. enough time to really um, it all was like a blur if I look back at now that whole side <laughs> of things was like a massive blur I knew I wanted to come to Lincoln that was for me that was a big pull and the subject kind of came second um, yeah. it kind of links with what you were saying this really is your choice if, if this is something that you're going through at the moment, try not to be swayed by things. Try not to be swayed by your current partners, if you can be. Yeah. Um, I was with a, um, I had a boyfriend at the time. We'd been together for like two and a half years. And he really, really, really didn't want me to go away to university. He wanted me to go to Leicester University and commute. Um, mm. Because he basically had made the decision that if I went to uni, that was the end of us. Uh, in my yeah. in my immature naivety, I was like, I don't see why it is. And I mean, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but, I do know people that have gone away to separate universities and they stay together. Yeah, it, but it oh. is the like, rare. Yeah. That's the rare thing. Yeah. So all I'm saying is that's they did the best thing for them is they didn't let their relationship change their yeah. education paths. But also, luckily, their relationship was strong enough to last. And yeah. that's how it should be. If it is meant to be with someone then it will be no matter what. And if they can't support you and what you want to do, don't change. Uh, same thing for your parents. 
they don't always know <laughs> best realistically no. um if it's one way or the other if they're trying to keep you close to home because they're scared to let you go but you really really want to travel travel because this is yeah. your experience this is your life um it goes back to that, get like, over it <laughs> yeah it goes back to that like where do I fit is it's your life so you fit where you want to fit yeah you put because, yourself wherever you want to go yeah you I, I think like when I googled it it was like I, I think I googled like how do you find your place in the world or something like that and someone was like it's literally wherever you put yourself like it's not a geographical location it's nothing that you can put a quantity on almost yeah there's no coordinates whatever yeah it is wherever you want to go like it's wherever you are I know this is cheesy but it makes me think of the little saying you know like the home is where the heart is (laughs) it's where it's genuinely where your actual literal heart is well it's (laughs) more of where you feel happy I know like that but like yeah if we're going by the literal definition is literally where your heart is (laughs) it's where you are (laughs) But so yeah, so I think for unis, my advice is yeah. try them out, visit. Also, whatever's yeah. important to you, like realistically, I know this is not a priority, but if you really want to experience a nightlife, make sure the university that you're going to has the sort of nightlife that you're interested in. Yeah. Um, if you want to not have to travel for your campus, make sure that you, that's the university, because I know that Lincoln, Lincoln is quite small uni wise yeah. in regards to some of them like I never had to get a bus or anything I it was like a two minute walk from all of my yeah. lectures if you go to Sheffield and places like that the most of the accommodation is like a good half an hour away from where they need to go um yeah. just like just be aware of whatever is right for you um if yeah. you don't like big cities like they go for London <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that ain't for you but then there's the obviously the other side of it it depends on what you want to be there might be a specific or what course you want to do there might be a specific uni that specializes in that um but that yeah that, in my opinion isn't the be all and end all because at the end of the day I don't think there's a huge amount of weight against one degree from one uni versus the other unless it's an open university degree then it's got a little bit of weight because you've been doing it by yourself <laughs> yes <laughs> well, I mean but all I mean is if you get a first at Lincoln Uni yeah, and you get a first at York Uni, someone isn't going to be like, oh, well, they went to York. They're going to be like, oh, they got a first. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So Yeah, it's definitely like they look for the grade, not the uni yeah. that you went to. So, so just be beware, guys. Yeah. So moving on, mm-hmm. I think this is particularly important for women in tech. How do I find my place? in the workplace so I've started a new job how do I know that I fit in there and what how do I know that that's the place for me to be put yourself out there that's my advice yeah I think if this can go one of two ways you can either be really out there and really annoy everyone that's there or (laughs) it works for me (laughs) find that happy medium but or you don't put yourself at, out there at all. No one knows who you are. No one knows what you're bringing to the table. So like with being a woman in tech as well, you're, you've got to remember that you're bringing diversity to the team. Like you're bringing a new way of thinking that maybe you're like, they haven't thought about. Like you're bringing a new input on it, a new outlook. So I think it's really important to, to remember those things. I think as well, don't change 
yeah well I mean obviously everybody's changing and sometimes things (laughs) like warp or whatever but don't don't force yourself to fit in with someone or somewhere uh, for multiple reasons people aren't always what you think they are so if yeah. you change to fit in with a certain group or something, realistically, they probably won't end up being what you expected them to be. And then you're not being yourself and you still don't fit in. Um, and <laughs> that just means that they're not the right people to spend your time yeah. with. If you have to change, then it's not good. Yeah, I think obviously people do have work personalities. Like there, you do have to be semi-professional. Like... Do we? If you're in a business meeting with a client, you've got to be professional, Sabine. Well. Cannot start singing and dancing. <laughs> like, have I done that? I've sang on the phone before when I'm like busy doing something and I'm concentrating. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't, don't use me as a role model, guys. <laughs> yeah, don't copy Sabine. It's a miracle I still have a job. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think like everyone is going to be semi-professional when they are talking to you and so they're going to make themselves sound big and clever and you have to remember like it will come down to that imposter syndrome thing of okay uh, they're going to figure me out and like if I don't say this and do this yeah. but it's like being like oh, okay you know what I don't know that but I know this instead <laughs> like that and I, I think it's just it, all jobs are what you make of them so yeah. you can either go above and beyond and like create this little niche for yourself of like, okay, well, I'm super good at SQL. So when things go wrong, people are going to look to me for like advice on SQL problems or whatever it is. So like you, you're really good at training and you, you're now a training manager. I'd like to think <laughs> like, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, my disguise is spoiled. <laughs> But you, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. it is what you'll you find your happy you place. Were, yeah. You in support, you found yourself kind of going to those training roles. Yeah. So you that's like where I people coaching and stuff like yeah. that. Um, you do it. You do tend to naturally drift towards your strong points or your happy places and things. So yeah. don't pull too much. And if you notice something in any like job or anything, uh, have that conversation with your employer and say, hey, I've realized that this is an element of the job that I really enjoy. Is there a way I could do that more? Um, my other little bits of advice as well that came into my head is, um, one, don't judge a book by its cover regarding yeah. companies, businesses, and people. And two, kind of piggybacking off of that, don't stop yourself from allowing your opinion to change. We all naturally make judgments about yeah everything is like instantaneously even if you're like I'm not a judgy person that's brilliant but you still will make judgments about things I am 100% judgy which is fine <laughs> like it honestly is fine. I know it yeah my my biggest thing is as long as you don't stop yourself from letting that change um, yeah we can all be wrong about people and things and I think such an amazing strength to allow you to be happier as a person is to say oh do you know what? I was wrong um, or oh that's not actually what I expected rather than just staying stubborn to whatever you believe of like well no yeah. I just don't like them or I just really don't like that thing because you think once that you didn't like it just just go yeah, with the flow a bit more <laughs> yeah I think if you're aware that you're judgy as well like if you're aware of your biases and stuff like oh maybe I don't like this person if you're aware of it you can work on it yeah so so like that's the thing like 
this what makes me different to people like to the next person that comes across is I know I'm judgy and so like maybe that will help me make snap decisions if there's a really bad like big problem like maybe it will be like okay well there you go I'm gonna make that decision instead like so maybe that will help like further down the line who knows like similarly to that mm -hmm. I think to an all-encompass bit of advice literally about um lessons unis yeah. people jobs everything genuinely in my heart of heart I believe follow your gut yeah your your first true instinct of whether something's good or right or bad that's normally in my experience the way to go yeah I'm uh, like with that I'm usually the first thing that comes across like happens mm -hmm. and that I've gone for is stuff that I've really enjoyed because like that's the way that I've been brought up is like my parents are very much like that in like okay this is the first car I went to go look at I really like this car I'm gonna buy it do you know what I mean like yeah so but then it's the same with jobs of like okay I wanted that job I'm gonna go for it mm -hmm. oh maybe the interview didn't go very well um so I didn't get that job but that's fine so I went for another job that I really liked and then I got that job, you know, so it's like the. Yeah, I just think just just to trust yourself a little bit more. Yeah, it's a, it's that whole argument, isn't it? Of like heart versus head. Um, and, yeah, and we, we fight internally with ourselves a lot. Like, for example, grades, uh, not grades, subjects is an easy one to <laughs> yeah. sort of refer this to. I knew in my heart English was not what I wanted to do. Like I knew that yeah. wasn't my calling. Um, my head took over because I was thinking of job prospects and what my parents had said and what other people had said to me mm. so I was swayed and I went for that and unfortunately the outcome was that I then didn't give 100% um, yeah. I wasn't interested I didn't gain a lot from the subject and I've never ever used it um, so it was that heart versus head the head won and then I suffered the consequences so yeah like this is just I can only speak for myself but yeah this this episode will literally just like the uh older sisters that people never have <laughs> we're just like passing on this knowledge like and it's easy for us to sit here and say this we are very aware of that yeah it's very easy for I've us to sit here and say do whatever you want to do because we've been through it and so now we've got that experience of doing it's over things. for us as well yeah so it's not yeah, fresh like it's not raw yeah we're pretty happy with our careers <laughs> like we know where we want to be like we are very happy so it's it's hard for us to sit here and say just do what you want to do um mm -hmm. and for people to listen to that um but I think if I was imparting any advice it would be to just do what you want to do and fit where you want to fit like it's not gonna yeah. be a problem um obviously all of this just two little points before we move on to the news article um it obviously all of this what we talked about it does take a lot of self-reflection which is something that I've had to learn. I'm sure you've had to learn it too. Yep. Um, so I'm going to put a little blog post together, which will be on our website, which will just talk about some tips that will help you with that. Because um, once you do do some self-reflection exercises, it kind of does help you make those decisions because you then realize what you want out of the experience or whatever yeah. it is um so it does help you guide those decisions because it makes you realize what you want to do it just puts you more in tune with yourself i think doesn't yeah. it 
it's hard as well. It's going to be hard because you've got to be critical of yourself. But once you've got past that, it's a lot easier to praise yourself. And that's really hard. It is really hard. Yeah. So one of these that I put together for Sabine was like a balance sheet, basically. And you have to say the top three things that you think you're really good at, the top three things that other people would say you're good at. um, And then the three things that you're bad at or that other people might say that you need to improve on. Yeah. Um, and it's really hard. Like, it's easy to put Horrible. the bad things down, but it's really hard to put the good things. Yeah, really um, hard. It's out there like, so, I have to ask people, like, what do you think I'm good at? And like, this is for you. And you're like, ah. Yeah, I literally sat here like, I'm not telling you the answers to be. Stop Doey it. thinks. Doey thinks yeah. I'm good at. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the final one, um, just like final advice, I guess, is it's never too late to change a career. Like Damn my straight. dad, he changed his career. I don't know. It was way after he had me. I mean, he had me at like in his thirties. So, you know, it was like, it's never too late to decide that you want to do something different and to learn something different. The open university is there. So they help. like, you can do that at any age. Like you can sign up to a, a university at any age. I think there was like a woman who went in and like sixties or no, I think she was in like a seventies cause she was in dorm. Like she went into the uni accommodation and had that's a adorable flat. I know and it was in Nottingham I'll find the I'll find <laughs> that I'll find it because it was hilarious and she was like literally making them all dinner and stuff oh, like I know I'll so be she me. was like it's really fun because they come home and I'll like have dinner like ready for oh, them and stuff the cutest I know um, isn't that just that's just a demonstration about how you're only, only ever limited by yourself yeah by your own, yeah definitely your own expectations yeah I think so it's never too late no and just something on that as well is something we've mentioned before a little tiny bit is the world is not the same as it used to be and careers are fully fluid and you like it's not what it used to be that you go into a job to work your way up and that's literally it's just the conveyor belt up once you've reached the top you've done you stay there until you can retire that is not the world that we live in anymore it's like you you ping back and forth you have to be honest with yourself about what actually makes you happy and being a leader doesn't always make you happy so yeah that might not be your route although it's naturally an escalation point that might not actually be where you want to go yeah yeah just just be aware that like things aren't as they were when our parents were younger in the job cycle so yeah definitely the world is your oyster uh moving on I'll keep this on short and sweet because there are points in this one, but this is the news article which you will find on our website. Uh, the headline this week is Swan Lake Beta Release of Ballerina Programming Language Lowers Barriers to Delivering Cloud Native Applications. Hey. <laughs> so basically everyone knows I, I like my cloud stuff. I, I'm going to be studying cloud software next year. Um, but the reason I picked this is I love ballet, <laughs> like I love ballet. And so it got me very excited to know that there was a programming language called ballerina. And then I could say, I'm, I'm a, ballerina. a ballerina. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm guessing all of their releases will be named after different ballets. They've, this one that they've released is one lake. Um, basically what it is and the reason why I've picked it is that it was kind of highlighting that there are always new programming languages. So who knows if Ballerina is going to be the next big thing. Um, It might be the next big thing in cloud technology. Um, 
so basically what this is doing is you will use a lot of APIs in your usual work and that takes a lot of processing power can get costly in cloud words okay um and it's basically removing that or aiding removing that um it looks like it's java based from the research that i've done um so yeah it's just kind of showing that it's an ever-changing world of programming languages um it's gonna have its own features it is working uh, with alongside Kubernetes, which is a cloud thing from Microsoft. Sounds cute. Um, sounds small. I know it sounds dainty, doesn't it? <laughs> like, so when people are naming things, I don't know if they <laughs> like. There was a reason behind ballerina, um, but their logo is so cute. It's a pair of ballet shoes. It's cool that it's like. Uh, I don't like to gender stereotype, yeah. but it's quite female. Like it's, yeah, it, that's one the... it seems quite female orientated. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was like. So I think when I first like heard Kubernetes and things, it was being announced by, uh, it was at a woman in tech conference. So it was a woman presenting <laughs> it. So like, to me, that's always been like quite a female thing. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because my head has associated her like Makes being sense. the face of Kubernetes. That's logical. Um, so when I heard about Ballerina and obviously it's now linked to that, it's kind of in my mind, it's this very dainty thing of like, that I want to learn now because I'm a woman in tech. I associate like, well, I have an association with ballet and stuff. So in my head, it's like, I want to learn that. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, it seems quite cool. I just having a quick. Yeah, it's a search. There's, there's some very big, long words in the article. Um, I've got Google. <laughs> yeah, you've got Google. Um, but basically, it's open source as well. What do we know about open sourcing? Open. Yeah. So <laughs> just to test, just to see if I've ever mentioned it before. I can't I'm remember. Am I wrong though? <laughs> it is open. So basically open sourcing means that it's open for other people to use and to mm -hmm. code. So all of their code structure is out there that people can then build on. We did. We had this conversation when we discussed the uh, 10 year legal battle with oh, yeah. Google. Yep. There, go. there we have had it. There you go. <laughs> we remembered. Yay. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's one of them things that it's basically gonna be able. It includes the ability to automatically create deployments um, for some of the cloud tools, um, which is super useful because usually, like, you'd have to use APIs or create them manually. So it's going to be allow people to focus on the business side logic side of things instead of having to be complete experts in the cloud deployment side of things and the configuration technologies okay so it's going to save people time so people like me who work in automation it's going to save us time because we're not going to have to okay now learn out how kubernetes work and learn how how docker works and stuff like that yeah so it's super exciting but I just wanted to say I want to be a ballerina in a podcast. That's it. You've reached a goal. That's it. We can just end it I now. Know.
There'll be no more. I'm done. Ladies and gentlemen. So yeah, watch this space. Maybe I'll learn ballerina over my summer holiday. (laughs) Alongside reading all of your books. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll read a book about ballerina. Loser. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever makes you happy, Lucy. (laughs) You know. (laughs) So yeah, it was uh, it's interesting. Uh, I have sent it to a few people and they were like, yeah, the parts that I understood were good. I was like, yeah, same. <laughs> like, there's things in there that I don't really understand, but it's cool and I want to learn more about it. So That's cool. We've had a fun agony ant slash feminine forward week. Yeah. I think, with a, I bit think of tech at the end. with a bit of tech at the end. Um, I think it's interesting to have these conversations with people. Um because obviously for us it's easy to sit here like we've said um but to know people are also going through it and to be able to get advice from people who've gone through it yeah and I think there's so much choice now um and like going back to that 14 year old girl sat in the classroom saying how am I supposed to know what I want to do for the rest of my life the idea and the message that we want to pass on is you don't basically So if anyone has any questions about what we've discussed today or is looking for advice um, or want to ask us a question about us or if you want some IT knowledge or anything from Lucy, uh, you can obviously pop us an email um, and you can send it to podcast at athenawit.org.uk. Yes. Athenawit, W-I-T for women in tech. Um, (laughs) And if you don't want to email us, then you can always contact us on our social media and drop us a dm uh, and we are at athena wit uk across all social media platforms mm-hmm. and uh, we'll see you next week see you next week bye, bye. all opinions and views shared on this podcast are that of our own we are speaking in very general terms and mean to cause no offense our opinions like our careers are fluid and subject to change depending on any new material and evidence brought forward to us okay thanks bye